what is good to find dolls, to find dudes, to find bookworms. So I'm going to keep this sweet, short, and to the point. Um, so remember I was talking about we're reading from The Master Wealth Builder's Complete and Original Lesson Plan for Achieving Your Dreams by Napoleon Hill. And I just found it fascinating that, you know, he's going to be talking, or at this point I've kind of read through it. But um, <clears throat> he talk he he talks about <laughs> molecules, atoms, electrons. You know, with with the atoms being the smallest particles, and he even talks a little bit about the alchemical process of going. You know, I think from mercury to platinum to gold, and how it's actually an electronic process um when i think alchemist i think like i think um chemicals but it actually has to do with electricity so i thought that was a cool reminder um then he goes into the vibrating fluid of matter air air and ether and i'm going through and i'm reading it and you know just about in the right spot there's this paragraph that says do not become discouraged if the description of this foundation appears to have none of the thrilling effects of modern tale of fiction. He says, you are seriously engaged in finding out what your available powers, what are your available powers and how to organize and apply these powers. And here's the critical part. You know, this is so cool. I think even if you're listening to this up until this point, right? It says, to complete this discovery successfully, you must combine determination, persistency, and well-defined, and he puts in all caps, desire to gather and organize knowledge. And I think this is an appropriate time to read this. Um, we are in the season of Gemini. Gemini has to do with intellect, <laughs> how we gather information, how we disseminate information, how we deal with it. And one of the things that I thought was so intriguing about the one of the intros to this book was he was saying, you know, it's important to be intelligent. And the distinction is you have the person who works out of ego, you know, out of their feelings, out of their thoughts. Um, and then you have the person who works with data and can gather information and um, organize it and classify. And he uses all of these different words to describe the components of intelligence, right? And um, one of the, the things that I thought was so cool, too, is um, a little bit further down uh, the line. Wait, he talks about how... Um, two atoms are attracted to each other. But the they start to attract other atoms to them and start to be, develop power and more like-minded manner. And he's been talking a lot about how knowledge is power and the knowledge is not out of ego or oneself. It is from your ability to, to get knowledge from other people and use that to your advantage. So I hope you kind of see the ebb and flow. It's It's really beautiful. It's an abstract thought process but it makes sense now for the cool part um <laughs> this is so bad I, 
did I just say for the cool part, y'all? That's the Scorpio side of me. But I just thought another interesting thing that um, came up under the section here, um, chemistry of the mind, right? This one I, I have to come back and read because I think I was looking ahead. I kind of did my 30-minute quota. I think that reading some of the information about the atoms and electrons and vibrating fluid might be a little bit boring for you, but I highly recommend that you read it because like, like, like it said in, in this paragraph, you know, this, this all ties into your desire to gather and organize knowledge, you know, um, and, and be intelligent, but, um, what I'm trying to see here is, oh yeah, so I, I did my 30-minute reading section, but um, I was kind of looking ahead to see what is coming up. And so under the mastermind, chemistry of the mind, uh, the couple of words stuck out to me was talking about sex. And actually, there's a section here that just I just saw marriage also. I'm pretty sure I will come back and share that with you. But let's keep this real short. Um, so it says here, Uh, among other things, right? The, right below this, it says, this knowledge is the main feature which distinguishes a leader from a follower. So I have to, this is the part that I haven't read too much from, but this paragraph, I wanted to share it with you. It says, fortunate is the person who understands this principle sufficiently well enough to keep his or her brain vitalized or recharged. So uh, we have, we are at a little bit of a disadvantage because um, he's referring to something earlier in the chapter that pertains to the um, chemistry of the mind, right? Um, but he says, <clears throat> the person who understands sufficiently well to keep his or her mind vitalized or recharged by periodically contacting it with more vital mind, right? And I thought that was so interesting because remember I was talking about how He's been alluding to the fact that it's one thing to work out of yourself, but there's more power with surrounding yourself with more people who um, have more information and knowledge than you, right? Or if anything, more information than you so that you can gather that data and organize it for yourself. And so here he is, he's saying, he says, this, the, the person who understands this would do well to keep their mind vitalized and recharged, and this is going to be important, by periodically contacting it with a more vital mind. So constantly search for other people with vital minds. Search for other people that are intelligent. Search for other people who can gather and classify data and information, right? It says sexual contact is one of the most effective of the stimuli through which a mind can be recharged. I said, hey. <laughs> it says providing the contact is intelligently made. Listen, um, where, where my bookmark at? I'm going to underline this part because it says, you know how it's so important to um, understand the nuances I think that you're you're dealing with. You know, because some people are going to hear it and be like, oh, well, said sex is great for stimulating the mind. Let me go get me some then. Shoot. But the caveat, that's the word I wanted, not the new, not the nuance. The caveat 
is providing the content is inte- the contact is intelligently made. Right? And it says between man and woman who have genuine affection for each other. Another key word there is genuine affection. And I love that. I love that combination of words. I'm underlining here as I as I um, read this again. Genuine affection, you know. Next go around, we've been talking a little bit about new love and what it's going to look like coming in. And I would recommend that you add that to your list. I'm probably going to make a list somewhere um, of the components of what I think, you know, would be good for my divine masculine. But I think that the archetype, it's like, how do you know that this is the right companion or partner for you? Genuine affection, you guys. I'll probably come back in in a love reading and a love oracle and talk about that. But back to those of you who are here for the book part of it. It says another Any other sort of sexual relationship is a devitalizer of the mind, right? So he started off at the beginning of the paragraph talking about the vitalizer of the the mind. Sex can be a stimulus, right? With the caveat that it's it's intelligently made. The contact is intelligently made and has genuine affection. But... If it does, if it doesn't fit those two factors, then it's going to be a devitalizer of the mind. That's scary. That's sad, you guys. You know, when you think of of the word vitalization, and um, and um, you know what? Let me just look up the word vitalization, or because It's kind of sad how a lot of us have been on the receiving end of the opposite end of this, right? Um, okay, so here, here, this is the beauty of it, right? Intelligent mind. I've, we've been talking about how um, the brain is the largest sex organ, right? This is what it talks about, vital stimulation, right? And so here's synonyms for vitalize, energize, strengthen, heal, animate, quicken, vivify, right? This is like another word for zhuzh, like energy. (laughs) Exhilarate, invigorate, stimulate, live, live and help. Might be live and help or live and help, right? Um, It's a verb. It's an action, Right? To make alive, living, endowed with life or vigor. So nothing wrong with that, you know, nothing. And that's, I think, one of the reasons that no matter how many times we've probably experienced heartbreak and that type of thing, I think we we approach it differently. I think that some of us approach it intelligently and some of us approach it unintelligently. And even those of us who try to attempt to... um, I love it because this is heart and soul, really. Some of us are um, driven, I think, by lust, which would fall into the any other sort of sexual relationship. Um, and then the the older and wiser we get, or based on the guidance we have, we learn to be intelligent, you know, about the approach. But the part that we're all seeking for, and this is probably one of the biggest keys to unlock is genuine affection and is with the combination of intelligently choosing you know and 
having intelligent content and, and also having genuine affection, that is what revitalizes the mind, stimulates the mind, right? Stimulates your life, heals, energizes, exhilarates, invigorates. Anything else short of that takes away from your energy. And we were talking a little bit in another podcast about um, succubus energy and um, vampire energy, right? How sometimes a lot of us, we feel like when somebody comes around us, there's something about, I think in my opinion, being around women that it's like, it makes you, you know, want to pursue it at the end of the day for everything we have going on in life. As much as men, quote unquote, say they hate us, they want to be around you. A lot of the channels they do are around how to to, to get you on their team, how to talk to you, how to be, do the pickup artist and, and, you know, the sacrifices that they think that they have to make in order to have a woman and her energy in their life. But it's something about that sexual content, that sexual interaction, that stimulus that allows them to pull energy. And if you're the one that's having energy pulled from you, um, it can devitalize you because now it's taking away from your energy, from your exhilaration, from your invigoration. It's a draining process. But if you have genuine affection and it's reciprocated, when you talk about atoms feeding off of each other, you know, and growing stronger, like that's where part of the stimulus is, is beneficial. So it says here, um, another competent practitioner of psychotherapeutics can, quote unquote, recharge a brain within a few minutes. Any competent practitioner of psychotherapeutics can recharge a brain within a few minutes. That is awesome. Mm. (laughs) Um. I'm going to end with this with this paragraph. I think that is so interesting. I'm not going to pretend I, I can unpack all of it. But it says, before passing away from the brief reference made to sexual contact as a means of revitalizing a depleted mind, it seems appropriate to call to attention to the fact that all of the great leaders in which walks of life they have arisen have been and are people of highly sexed natures. And he says the word... Sex is not an indecent word. You'll find it in all the dictionaries. I I don't know how to unpack that. It says, um, hmm. This is going to be an interesting um, chapter. I think, you know, it's Sunday morning. Um, This is going to be one of my last Sundays where I'm kind of just chilling in bed. But I think that um, I'm obviously going to read ahead and... Mm. The next part, he talks about mind chemistry and economic power and perfect harmony. Until the two minds have been aroused and warmed, it is where, as it were, with a spirit of perfect harmony on purpose. Mm. So beautiful things ahead. I just thought I would share that, right? And again, I just love this because I think that I've said it time and time again, I think especially for my divine feminines, like if you really want to find out how to attract a quote unquote high value man, read a lot of these books on wealth because 
in the process of you finding out how to manifest riches and wealth and be self-sufficient for yourself, you get tips on social intelligence, um, how to do the inner work, a better understanding of spirituality. And um, this is a great example. Who would have thought in the laws of success, 15 principles, right, for master wealth building, right? From by Napoleon Hill, he would be talking about things. Yes, he talked about the atoms and ether and air and how our brains are, are um, towers that communicate with each other and talking about the mastermind and and sex plays an important role, right? And how we can approach it in a way that's beneficial for us. And it, it gave us clues on how to move forward. I think this is this is um, definitely a, a game changer. This is definitely one of those pieces of information, I think, that um, when you're trying to figure out <laughs> the, the mathematical equation, this, this gives you some... Um, some numbers or some information to work with. So I don't know. I hope this was helpful to you. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday for those of you who um, usually come in within the next 12 to 24, 24 hours. Um, and then, yeah, I would say definitely tune in tomorrow. I'll do another half an hour reading if, you know, as appropriate. I think that I'm still in the beginning of the chapter, like the beginning, the intro, um, so I might do another synopsis until I get to, let me put my bookmark where I was, so I don't lose my spot, but looking ahead, um, you know, I'm pretty sure I saw something about marriage, so I'll probably talk about that one a little bit, um, he has stories in here, um, Psychology of the Revival Meeting, talking a little bit about harmony, the meaning of education, that should be interesting too. Ooh, okay, all right, and then, um, okay, no, this, this, I wouldn't have to read this, but he talks about who can profit most by the law of success, so it's about you know, railroad officials, salaried people, salespeople, merchants, automobile agents. I'm skipping over some of this. Life insurance agents, school teachers, students, bankers, bank clerks, physicians, promoters, real estate men, farmers, stenographers, bookkeepers, lawyers. I'm skipping over some of them, y'all. Business executives, um, life insurance general agents, married people, who are unhappy and therefore unsuccessful because of lack of harmony and cooperation in the home. Yeah, so um, maybe the next day or so, I'm still going to be in the intro. I'm going to definitely read ahead for this. Um, and then I think um, Monday, well, no, it'd be Monday or Tuesday. We're going to go into the six most dangerous enemies um, having to do with your fears. Right. So, yeah, we'll we'll probably tackle that on Tuesday. All right. Hope this was good. It's Sunday, so I'll kind of go easy. Not going to do 30 minutes per se, but I thought that that was jam packed with a lot of information. You know, um, sex can be stimulating, especially if it's made with intelligent contact. And also, if it has a component of genuine affection, if it does not have that component, then it actually devitalizes your mind. Yo, that's crazy.
All right, so let's do what it, what we need to in order to keep our minds um, vitalized. All right, bye.